Welcome to Braided, helping you balance tradition in an untraditional world. This is a show where we gather and talk about all things faith, family, and business. I'm so glad you joined us. Hey, hey, you guys. I just wanted to pop in here and give a brief introduction to this next episode. So it is actually 1145 in the evening. <laughs> um, and I decided to go on Facebook live in my Facebook group. You're more than welcome to join us in there. It's braided faith, family and work. So feel free to just hop in Facebook and search us and we will be there. Um, but I did a Facebook Live and it's really impromptu and I decided to go on ahead and convert it to MP3 and upload it here on the podcast because I feel like it's such an important message and it was a stirring in my heart all day to just share how the Lord has really been growing me in my friendships. And that that's what this episode is about, is about friendships and how to set boundaries and why we should set boundaries. And I share a little bit about some of the things I've gone through over the past few years and ways I've learned um, from failed friendships. So I hope that this will bless you. And if anything, just at least let you know that if you uh, have gone through any kind of friendship turmoil or broken friendships, you know, just being hurt, or maybe even trying to navigate through certain situations, you are not alone. So I hope you enjoy this episode, and I will talk to you soon. Hey, hey, ladies. This is a totally impromptu live. (laughs) Um, I'm actually, like, already in my loungewear for the day. Um, But I was listening to a podcast today, um, and she's actually in this group. She just joined, um, and I'm completely honored that she joined. Um, But you guys, I have no idea how I even, I didn't find (laughs) Ashley. Um, So shout out to you, Ashley. I'm probably putting you on the spot here by tagging you. Um, But your podcast today totally inspired me and got my wheels thinking, and I started thinking about friendships and relationships. Um, and so I have to tell y'all first, I I don't know, this was God, <laughs> it had to have been. So when I say that God pays attention to every detail of our life, um, he is in it, and there's supernatural stuff that happens all the time, because I had not listened to a podcast in a while Um, at least on my phone, on my Apple phone. Um, I'll listen to them on the Apple TV from time to time, but I don't subscribe or follow because for some reason I can't figure out how to do that on the TV. I know, I, I, I know tech, but there's some tech things that I don't know how to do. Um, that's one of them. So Anyway, long story short, I tend to not have my phone on me most of the time. And so that's, that's a big part of why I don't necessarily listen to podcasts on my phone. Um, I'll listen to them on my computer or the TV. And like I said, I don't follow or subscribe to people on either of those because I just, I don't know, I just can't figure it out. But anyway, I had finally listened to podcasts on my phone and Ashley's podcast is the first one that popped up. And I had never subscribed to this podcast, you guys, but I hit it and I'm literally subscribed to it. And I know that sounds crazy. 
I, I know it does, but I truly believe the Lord wanted me to find her because I had also been looking for a membership that I could join that was that was in alignment with me, that was in alignment with um, the same, you know, ideology, the same faith beliefs, um, and that is also business um, oriented because that's that's what I was looking for it was a Christian business membership slash coach, you know, or you know something because I was in a membership and it totally was not in alignment with my beliefs and. I just finally, I shut that down, but I was missing the community. I was missing um, even just the lessons and just, it's, I don't know if you've never joined, a, especially if you're an entrepreneur, an online business owner, join a coaching program, join a membership that helps you in your business. Um, and if you're faith-based, if you're a Christian, which most of y'all in this group are, because I am faith-based, um, find you a good Christian membership. So anyway, it was just totally God sent. I li listened to that first podcast and I kid you not, I went and searched for her on social media, found her, I think it was her link tree maybe, found her website, saw that she had a membership and it was a business membership for Christian women and I, I joined immediately. And so y'all, if y'all are looking for a business faith-based one, go look for her. I'll even put the link down below. But anyway, so that's the story on how I ran across Ashley's podcast. Um, just total supernatural. I literally have no idea how it was subscribed on my phone or on my podcast. I I've had never heard of her. I had never heard of the um, podcast before, but voila. And I was like, I love this girl. I was like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> and my best stepbrother's voice, did we just become best friends? So anyway, her, I listened to a show that she did. Um, I don't know when she did it, but I listened to it today and it was on friendship and losing friends. And, um, you know, the, I'm sure none of us are a stranger to that, to, to losing friends to going through friendship pains, to, you know, just going through that ordeal, you know, and I like how she put it and I'll, I'll link, I'll link that episode in the comment section too when I'm done, um, because it's really good. And if you've ever gone through the loss of a friend, um, you could, you could relate to her and it was really helpful. So especially if you are currently like in the thick of losing a friendship or a relationship, this will be good for you to listen to. Um, but I like how she put it. She put it that there are two types of people um, in a relationship. Um, there is the heartbreaker or the one getting their heart broken. And obviously not all the time. There are some friends that last forever and nobody breaks the heart and whatever, um, or your marriage, hopefully your marriage. But um, but it's true, you know, when, when, where, and, you know, actually I would even like to say that even in, for, in relationships that sustain, um, you know, uh, there are times where we will hurt each other. So I guess it is true for every relationship because, you know, there have been times that my, my husband has not necessarily broken my heart, but, um, hurt my feelings or disappointed me or frustrated me and vice versa. So anyway, um, and 
I know that in my friendships, I'm going to back it up to friendships. In my friendships, in the past where, you know, the ones where maybe they, they didn't last, um, that was true for that, those, right? I Either I was the heartbreaker or I was the brokenhearted or sometimes both or sometimes both parties are all of them, right? Um, we're both brokenhearted and we bro both broke a heart, you know? Um, and it just got me to thinking about that. Like I started thinking about, well, you know, what are, um, and, and she goes over, you know, some of the things that you should look for um, in a friendship, th things that we need to have in friendships, you know, um, you know, I, the same ideology is important. Um, you know, the same beliefs um, are important. And, and sometimes, you know, that's not the case. Sometimes you can be good friends with somebody who, who maybe has different perspectives. But I'm going to be very bold here. And it's so funny, Melody, if you're watching, I'm, I'm taking your advice about being bold and speaking some hard truth. Um, my, my friend Melody, a lot of y'all know her, she was over here today um, and we were going over um, some of her notes and some of the things that God has like really placed on her heart and being bold is one of them. And so I'm gonna be bold here and say that we are living in a time where there is no room for games anymore. Um, that there's a lot of things going on in this world where the line has been drawn in the sand. And the Bible clearly states that good character will be corrupted by bad character. Uh, the Bible clearly states that we are separated from the world. The Bible clearly states to not be friends with fools. The Bible clearly states that we are to be surrounded by like-minded people, um, by wise people. Uh, and so we oftentimes kid ourselves to say that as Christians, we have to be kind to everybody and nice to everyone. Well, we do have to be kind to everybody, but you know what I mean? Like we have to be friends. We have to be in close relationship with everybody that we are to not um, judge, which we're not to judge. But as Christians, we are to be discerning. We are supposed to allow the Holy Spirit to discern certain things in us. That is what the Holy Spirit is for, is to guide us, to, guide, to help us guard our hearts. Um, these things are in the Bible for a reason. And I don't know about y'all, but if 2020 and beyond has taught me anything, it's is that God has a reason for things that he tells us um, to not idolize things. Uh, you know, there, there has been so much idolatry in this world that we're in a lot of trouble because of it. I mean, have you looked at what your kids are watching? Um, have you seen some of the TikTok videos that the children children are doing? 13-year-olds are children. 10-year-olds are still children. They are doing outrageous, very ugly things on TikTok. Um, the music that is being listened to. And why is this? Is because we have allowed idolatry in our homes. We have allowed idolatry in our families, in our lives. Um, and there are things that the Bible has taught us that tries to guide us, so things that the Holy Spirit can guide us 
these things that are, I'm seeing the fruit in this world. Um, and, and not just idolatry, there's so many other things, but that's not what I came on here for. I came here to talk about friendships. Um, and as I was listening to this podcast, and when I got off from listening to the podcast, when I was done listening to the podcast, I, I started just really thinking about relationships. And hi, Layla. Um, and I started to realize that, you know, when we're in community with other people, sometimes it's hard to to put up um, guard, guard guardrails. Uh, because, you know, we want to be the Christian nice, the, the, you know, the nice Christian girl who just accepts everybody. Um, and I, I, one of my friends gave me this book, and I'm going to link this book below too. April Girl, I've been telling everybody about this book. Um, and she gave me this book because I had confessed to her. Um, we were having coffee one afternoon, and um, I was confessing to her that one of the, the, the issues that I have in relationships, um, and I didn't realize I had this issue until two years ago, but it has actually been an issue since I was working um, at, in ministry at the local church. I mean, I was working full time there. My job was um, to connect people. Like my job was literally community. <laughs> um, I was I was the life group ministry leader and. Um, that was literally my job was to connect people, to have, build community, to help people build community. And um, when I left that role, I realized that there was a lot of friendships I thought I had that weren't really friendships. They were they were simply me, um, you know, either connecting them or ministering to them or even some some of them ministering to me. And I didn't in my mind even my ministry mind, I didn't know how to separate that. Like I just assumed everybody was my friend, you know, everybody was my best friend. And when I left that role and actually left that church and I lost a lot of friendships, I was deeply pained. Um, I wasn't pained at them. I, I wasn't necessarily pained at anybody specifically. I was just pained. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, after that we moved to, up north to the Pacific Northwest, I moved back. And it wasn't until two years ago that I realized uh, I went through a lot of heartache with friendships um, w upon moving back because I was going through a heavy depression. And hey, Jackie, and I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know how to properly express that or even ask for help. Um, and because I was always so because I had just gone through that where I realized, okay, you know, I just left the church and I lost a lot of friends. Um, I, I closed up and I realized like, okay, I, and, and I didn't, it's not, I don't want to say I realized I kind of went to the next extreme. I decided that I was just, I was going to separate. I, I was going to just keep ministry, ministry, and that was it. And so in doing that, I went the whole other direction and I didn't know how to in, invite or allow anybody into my pain with me. Um, and so I just kept up a facade that life's great, life's perfect. Um, but I was drowning in depression. And because if any of y'all have ever been depressed, um, then you, you know that sometimes you don't feel like doing things. You don't feel like hanging out with people. Um, not only that, we had, you know, I had been isolated from people 
Um, you know, we had no friends, no family um, in Portland. Um, the closest family that we had was in Seattle, which is still a good drive. Um, and so I was just used to, to being home alone. Um, I was used to just communing, communi having community with my husband. Um, I was a virtual assistant, so everything was done online. And so just kind of moving back home the, the, on top of being depressed from having a pregnancy loss, um, I was also kind of felt like a Martian, you know, like I didn't know how to socialize anymore. And um, it, so there was just a lot going on, right, going there, right? Um, and so I, I lost friends and it was painful. It was, it was probably one of the most painful times in my life. And so I was confessing this to my friend April and I was letting her know, you know, I, I'm trying to get myself back out there and to have community again. Um, but I, I have I have some fears because um, I I've gone through thinking everybody's my best friend when really the Lord had just sent either them in my life or me in their life to minister to one another. Um, and I didn't know how to separate it, you know, um, or um, or or maybe they are supposed to be somebody that's close in my inner circle. But I don't now I have this wall up because, well, am I supposed to just minister to them or are we actually good friends? Are they actually friends? And, you know, just so much happens in our lives that we don't that sometimes we go from one extreme to the next. Um, and, you know, and. and you know, last year my dad passed away and that added a whole other thing to friendships and, um, you know, just kind of, I mean, let's face it, sometimes you find out who your old friends are or whatever, you're going through something, right? And, and so I had also gone through that. And so just, I was a mess with friends and, and, and I feel like I'm in a good place now. I've made some amazing good friends that throughout the, the past couple of years, even through the the different challenges of life um, from moving back, um, you know, losing my dad and, um, you know, COVID and all that stuff. Like, you know, I've, I've really been able to kind of get a good grasp on friendships. And um, what I wanted to talk to y'all about today, and I, I know I've gotten long-winded on how to get here, but I wanted to give y'all kind of some backstories. Um, banquet tables. Let's talk about a bride and a groom when they are getting married and I, and I haven't written any notes on this you guys so I hope I don't butcher what is in my mind and what I'm trying to articulate here um, because I didn't really write anything down I, I, I prayed over it and it just felt strongly heavy on my heart that somebody um, probably needs to hear this but they probably maybe have gone through what I've gone through and what I'm still kind of trying to navigate through with friendships um, and, and this book, Relational Intelligence, it's so good, you guys. Um, and, and so thank you, April, because, she, you know, she didn't judge me when I confessed that to her. She didn't um, go, what's wrong with you, girl? You got some issues. Like, no, she's, she, she has been so gracious in saying, I, I, I want to be a friend for you through this. And I, I, I want to, you know, maybe even minister to you a little bit, help you, um, talk to you about it. Um, and so anyway, um, with all that being said, um, this has really been helping me with kind of where I have been with friendships is understanding that 
there is a place at the table for everybody. As a Christian woman, we want to invite everybody to the table, right? We want to be gracious. We want to be kind. We want to be loving. Um, we want to be inviting, um, hospitable. You know, we want to be all of those things. Um, but the reality is, is even according to the Bible, we can't have everybody in our close circle. We just can't. It's it's not um, it's not good for us. It's not wise of us. Um, and and I love that I listened to that that podcast this morning because um, it really did help me to not even feel so alone in this navigation of friendships and in this heartbreak of friendships. I mean, I might even cry right now because. Um, I can't tell y'all how broken my heart was two years ago when I lost friends. And so when we talk about a, a, a wedding, and we, if you think about a wedding banquet um, or reception, um, you have your bride and you have your groom. And they always have, what, a bridal table, right? And that's the main table. Normally you're gonna find at your bridal table uh, close family and friends. You're going to find the wedding par party, the people who were invited to actually be a part of the um, ceremony and the celebration. They were invited to be in the intimate part of that wedding celebration. They were the inner circle. And so that person sits at the bridal table. And that that's what we call our inner circle, right? Those are the ones that are there for the celebrations. Um, the close intimate part of the celebrations. They're the ones that we invite into the pain if we go through something hard. Um, and they're the ones that sometimes don't even need to be invited to, to any of those things. They just lovingly come and celebrate you or grieve with you. Um, and, and so you assign the, that you choose when you're a bride and a groom you choose who sits at that bridal table but you know what else you do is you assign tables have you ever been to a wedding i have um and and i will say they're not as popular but i have been to a wedding where i was assigned a place to sit um and if if you see uh, weddings being planned on like TV, you know, things like that. Darren and I uh, just watched New Girl and there, there's an episode in there. Um, I, yeah, I think it was in a wedding. I think it was a wedding um, where they assigned seats. Um, and so, so I have been asked to sit at a certain table for a wedding banquet or reception. And so this bride and groom took the time to sit and create tables and places where they wanted people to sit at at the banquet tables. What banquet table do I want them this person to sit at? And normally they have a rhyme and a reason for this. And so that's why when I started thinking about it, because it's I was starting to think about, um, you know, how how can we be inviting of and loving and caring of people. Um, while still guarding our hearts and this is so important for us christian women because i think us more than men have a hard time with this because we want to invite and love and all of those things um and help and and then we do it without realizing um, we can still do these things without 
bringing the wrong people in close to us or close to our families, right? My husband is so good at this. He know he has proper boundaries for every person in his life. And I wish I could be better like that. That's where I'm trying to get. That's where I'm trying to get because he is the most caring, the most likable, the most that he is the nicest, the most helpful. He will help anybody. He will give them the shirt off his back. Um, and he can do that without calling you his best friend. <laughs> he can do that without telling you the very most intimate things about his life. He can do that without inviting you into the most intimate, you know, places without asking, without, you know, inviting you into these areas of his life. He, he guards his family. He guards me. He guards his heart, but he is still one of the kindest people. And I think as Christian women, we don't, we, we want to do that, but then we gobble, almost gobble, gobble people up, right? Because we just want to love, <laughs> we just want to love, we just want to nurture. And then we end up being hurt. We end up realizing that not everybody is our best friend. We end up realizing that not only are they not our best friend, but they probably should have never been asked to sit at the bridal table with us. Um, but like I said, everybody is invited to the table. So there is a table for them, but you have to be the one to assign the table. You, and you know what? Some people are in what I'm just going to call, let's see off the top of my head. Let's just call it the, um, restoration lobby. There you go. Sometimes people aren't even in the banquet hall with you while you're celebrating your wedding while you're celebrating life, while you're going through life, sometimes people aren't even in the banquet hall with you. Sometimes they're in the lobby and that's okay. Um, and I'm calling it the restoration lobby because I think everybody, every relationship can be restored if God's the center of it. And so sometimes we have to be in somebody's lobby while restoration is happening and sometimes people should be in our lobby, restoration lobby, while we're in the banquet hall. It's just life. It's just how it is, you guys. Um, whether we like it or not, it's not mean. It's not ugly. Now, you can be mean and ugly and make those decisions, but there are proper ways to set up boundaries for your life, for your family, for the things you're going through, especially if you're in ministry because the devil is out to kill, steal, and destroy. There is such a thing as the Jezebel spirit, and the Jezebel spirit will attach herself to you, and she will suffocate that ministry out of you. She will steal that ministry from you. She will kill it from you. Uh, so you have to be aware of those things. We can't bring the Jezebel spirit into our even our banquet hall, and it's not mean. It's wise. It's separating yourself. It's, it's having discernment. And you can discern without judging, ladies. When you discern, it doesn't mean you're judging. It just means the Holy Spirit is telling me this person either can't be at, maybe they can be in the banquet hall and doing life, you know, or, or being a part of the celebration or whatever. Um, but they can't be at the bridal table. They can, I can assign them to this table. And what that means is, is I'm gonna set up boundaries. 
Um, I'm not going to tell this person intimate details about my life. Um, I'm probably um, going to make sure that I'm very, very um, intentional about my time with them. And, and there's different tables. Maybe it's just the mentoring table. Maybe that's who you're supposed to mentor and minister to. Um, or maybe it's the table where they're mentoring and ministering to you. And that's the seat. That's the table they belong at. Or maybe it's just the table where you don't have the same ideologies, you don't have the same faith beliefs, um, maybe you're serving different gods, um, which of course I believe only in the one true God, Jehovah, um, you know, but, but maybe um, there's somebody in my life who doesn't believe in Jehovah, um, but there is a certain amount of love there and respect there that, that they're not going to necessarily be in my intimate close friends maybe they're not going to be at the bridal table with my husband and i um but they're they're still going to be in the banquet hall with me they're still going to be a part of my life but i i i know that we have different ideologies we see things different we have different views we um we don't serve the same god and so you know these are things that we have to be aware of these are things that we have to have discernment in that we have to be wise in is not everybody can be here not everybody can be here in our in our at our bridal table with us they just can't be it's it's unrealistic and and we we can still be loving and caring and christian knowing that um hi heather hi jennifer so you know just be aware of the people in your life um Take, I hate to use this phrase, but it's the only way I can articulate it, is take inventory sometimes of the relationships in your life. Take a step back and, and say, you know, is, is this a relationship that, um, that we're building with? You know, and, and maybe some of the things to look for, the people to invite at your bridal table. Um, you know, are you, are, you build, are you building the kingdom together? It doesn't necessarily mean you're in ministry. Um, or working in ministry, because I think we're all in ministry. I think we all have a ministry whenever we just talk to somebody. When we look at somebody, that is a ministry. That's a testimony that's testifying to the kind of God we serve. Um, but, you know, maybe maybe it's, uh, maybe you have, you don't have to be in the same season of life. Uh, maybe it's a mom who has two kids, and maybe she doesn't even have social media, but she is discipling her children to love God. She's building up the kingdom by building up her children to be amazing warriors. Um, and then maybe there's um, somebody else. Maybe she's a single girl. Maybe she's an influencer on Instagram, but her Instagram is building the kingdom. She's, uh, you know, writing things that are inspirational and helping people find Jesus. And the mom might not understand how she's discipling. And of course, the single girl's not going to understand momming because she's not a mom. But they're building the kingdom together. They're in two different seasons. And so it doesn't mean that the people at your close table have to be in the same season you are in. There's just things to look for. Are you building the kingdom together? Because that's what we're here for. We're not here to just make a lot of money, build a big house, have a lot of kids, uh, you know, and, and do nothing with it, you know, maybe have a lot of kids, but, you know, not really raise them up to love the Lord. Um, we're not, we're not 
brought into this world for our own desires. Like everything we do is for him. And so when you're going to invite people into your close intimate circle, that's something to look for is does this person building the kingdom? Because that's what I believe in. Uh, you know, that's that that's as a Christ follower, that's our calling. Even if you're not on a pulpit, even if you're not on a, um, you know, platform of any sort, uh, where we're to build the kingdom. Um, do we have the same ideologies? Do we believe in the same things? Like I said earlier, gone are the days where, um, where we can just willy nilly, you know, just unwisely um, run around the wrong crowd. Um, a line has been drawn in the sand, you guys. It just has. We're in that age. We're in that season. We're in that day and age. Um, you know, some people are calling it the end times. You call it what you want. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> so I'm not going to sit here and say that I know. But what I do know is that we're in a bad season, or not season, but we're in some bad times. We're seeing things that um, that are not Christ-like in this world. Things are being okayed that are not Christ-like in this world. And the line's been drawn in the sand, and you, we have to pick our side. And a part of picking that side is saying, who's going to be at the bridal table with me? Who's going to be in the mentoring table? Who's going to be, you know, at the, we love and respect one another, but we will never be at one another's bridal table because we serve different gods and we have different ideologies and we agree, I mean, disagree on too many things, but I love and respect them. They love and respect me. So we had nothing, there's nothing but love. I still want them in my life. Um, there's just certain boundaries that have to be put up. Uh, and then there's people in the restoration lobby. Maybe those relationships will be stored when, restored one day. Maybe they won't. But maybe you're in a season where they just have to be separated from you. And that's hard and that hurts. It happens with family. It's happened with me, with family and friends. Um, you know, maybe you have a toxic mom. Maybe you have a toxic sibling. Maybe you have a toxic grandparent or toxic aunties and uncles or whoever that happens and and when you when you put separation don't do it in anger don't do it with you know with um with you know any kind of emotional you know unattach any emotional um feelings to it and do it purely out of discernment and wisdom because that's when you will still allow the Lord to come in and restore if he can. Um, and sometimes things aren't meant to be restored. But I do believe that every relationship, um, every person has a chance for restoration. That's just, I believe we serve that God. Um, a God of love and grace. And where he is love and graceful, he also wants us to be love and grace, lovely and graceful, but he also wants us to be wise and discerning. Um, so, I don't know, totally an impromptu live. I did not really know what I was going to say. It was just convicting my heart all day to say something um, <clears throat> because uh, friendships, friendship pain and heartbreak is something that I 
um, have gone through, and it's, um, I'm, I would be lying if I didn't say there's still some residual pain there, um, and I'm sure a lot of you ladies can relate um, to that heartbreak of a friendship. Um, it's not fun. It's, um, it's not fun, but there is always an opportunity to grow um, and then to help others. So I hope that helps. I'm going to link this book below. Shout out to April, girl. This has changed my life. Um, and I'm going to link the podcast that I that started this whole thing of me wanting to talk to y'all about this. Um, and I'm going to also link her website in case you are a business owner um, and you're kind of just looking for some faith-based um, community and maybe even um, I've only been in there a couple of weeks, so I don't know what all is in the membership, but I believe she does even, well, I don't believe. I know she also um, gives like business advice and things like that. And so, um, but it all comes from a faith-based place. So I'm going to link that below because I was looking for that when I found her and God is just, God's amazing. Um, so I love y'all. Um, feel free to message me if you have any prayer requests or if you need me to pray for a friendship or a relationship where you're trying to figure out where where does this person need to be in my life? What what banquet table do they need to be in my life? And how do I put up boundaries for that table? Because that's what the tables are. The tables aren't for us to say, you can't sit with me, like on Mean Girls. Um, and I don't even know if that's the, the quote, um, but it's not to be a mean girl. It's it's to be wise, um, and it's to say, um, I have a, a a table for for the people that are close and intimate with me, um, and then I have other tables because I want everybody in my life to have a to to have a seat at the table. Um, but we just have to also be wise. So I hope that it all makes sense. I love y'all and have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your evening. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Please visit us at www.braided.faith and find us on all social media platforms under Crystal Addis or Braided Faith. We look forward to connecting with you.